Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Warrior Woman. Welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 136. Welcome back. Thanks for whacking me in your ears. It's nice to be here with you. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's podcast day. Today we're going to do a solo one together. We're going to spend some one-on-one time. We're going to talk about what is a good body. Mm. What a spicy and juicy topic, idea, concept. And you know, I love me a good topic or concept or idea. I'm surrounded by post-it notes that have certain concepts or ideas or words on them. Uh, So last week when I was on a momentum call with one of my warriors, we were talking about what is a good body. So of course, I wrote that down on a post-it note and I just did a short video actually on on the gram. Uh, So you can watch that and I wrote a little bit about the topic, but I wanted to go deeper. I got some really cool feedback uh, around this topic or idea. So I wanted to unpack it a little more uh, and offer you uh, some more ideas around it. You know what I love about my work? Well, I love so many things about my work. I just, I friggin' love my work. I love what I do. But one of the coolest things about my work, about Warrior School, is that it creates this circle of inspiration. It's a container full of women who are redefining who they are, their relationship with themselves, their bodies, training. And what goes on inside Warrior School a lot is reframing language which I also love and turns me on I get really excited about uh, uh, language and communication and reframing uh, our language how we talk about things and so in our call last week together one of the things that popped up was 
this idea of a good body. And so let's talk about it. And I'd love to start with asking you a question. What does a good body mean to you? Yeah, I told you. It's a spicy question. It's a juicy question. So is it one that looks a certain way? Feels a certain way? Functions a certain way? Performs a certain way? Does what you want? So like you, you listening, a lot of women that I work with, they love to compare the body they have now to the body they had before. And don't we love us a before and after? <laughs> oh, it's a fun uh, and unhelpful comparison, I think. And for the warrior uh, that I was speaking to last week, she shared that she's just been thinking a lot about what is a good body. And it came up for her because she's feeling friction between how her body is functioning, how it's performing, how it feels and how it looks. And I've spoken about this before. Our performing body versus our aesthetic body and how we, we can have this friction with them. And so she was sharing that she was feeling a lot of friction. She was having a little bit of a freak out. <laughs> and actually, so one of the other cool things about my work is that I have, <laughs> women have what I call freak out days. So we will, you know, we'll be on this journey, taking the long road home. You know, we'll have this strategy, this plan, training's feeling really good. You know, our body is functioning a lot better. We, ha we have more energy, we're feeling better, we're progressing in our training. And then, we'll have this day where we just freak out <laughs> and you know it it's um what i have found is that it can be cycle related so when women hit a certain part of their cycle and it tends to be around day 21 22 23 24 <laughs> that last part of the cycle or the other pattern I found is when we've gone through a little bit of stress. Maybe we haven't slept well for a period of time or we've had a stressful event happen in life. And then it kind of accumulates. And even though so many things are going right, we have a freak out. And what happens on these freak out days is I get massive long messages like chunks of text 
in email or inside uh, like our platform. Every woman has uh, their own individualized um, page that we do all our communication on. And so I'll get these long (laughs) texts, these long freak out messages. And and I'm laughing, but for those of you who don't know me very well and aren't inside of Warrior School and have never worked with me, uh, I have deep empathy for my women. And, you know, we totally vibe together and I totally get why uh, we have freakouts, you know, and I hold a lot of space for them and we do a lot of coaching work around that and I really get them to self-coach and, you know, we we really acknowledge the freak out or what's behind it and, and we do a lot of coaching work on it, but it's really funny. It's kind of funny and I don't know uh, for those who are listening, if you've ever had freak out days, you know, if you've worked with a coach or a mentor before. And you just have this day where you feel like you're in the pit or the black hole and it feels like it's just going to take forever or you're not making progress. Like the mind literally, it can't see all of the things that are working or all of the things that have improved. It it just kind of blocks them. (laughs) It's kind of, you go into this like blackout and all it can see is like this black hole where... You know, we aren't making progress and nothing is working and we still feel fat and all of these things. So freak out days are totally cool. It's okay to have freak out days. I will offer you this. What can be extremely helpful is actually downloading that freak out, writing it down in the notes section of your phone, in your journal, and actually not sending it to anyone (laughs) straight away. It's like when you're really angry at your partner or you're really angry with someone at work and you get really reactive and you write the text message that, you really should have spent time to really reflect and sink into it and express and articulate yourself in a little bit more of a, I guess, uh, emotional adult way. (laughs) And I will offer you this around the freakouts. Allow yourself to have them. They are a totally normal part of taking the long road home, of choosing the harder way. Because shit can be hard. Yeah, when you choose the long road home, you're being brave and you're choosing to do a hard thing. And when we choose to do hard things, freakouts are a normal part of hard things. So the first thing that I have found really helpful myself and this is what I encourage a lot of my warriors to do inside of warrior school is download those thoughts on something not someone first write them down do a thought download 
pull all of that juicy stuff out of your brain and put it down. And then we need to actually just sit in it, sit in the thoughts, sit in the discomfort, the feelings, feeling the feelings, feeling the freak out. Then if you do work with someone, you have a mentor, a teacher or a coach, you can come to your next interaction with them with that thought download. And hopefully you've spent some time with it. You've done a little bit of self-reflection. You've done even a little bit of self-coaching. And then you can come into that session together and you can do some coaching work together around that freak out. So I think a thought download is really, really helpful when we're having freak out days. <laughs> and I know that was a, you know, I, I did a hard write there on our topic or idea for today. But what definitely birthed this question for one of my warriors was this friction that she's feeling between how her body's functioning and how her body looks. And I've had quite a few conversations over the past couple of weeks around this. And it's really hard. It's hard when our body is functioning better, our energy's better, our digestion's better, our sleep's better, our hormones are better, yet how we feel in our body and how our body looks is not better. And so that makes, you know, it's really hard. It's a hard thing to, it's a hard thing to work through. And my warrior was sharing that she had been doing a lot of work around asking herself this question, what is a good body? Am I viewing my body as good because it is functioning a certain way? Or am I viewing my body as bad because it doesn't look a certain way or it doesn't it's not doing what I want it to do especially when it comes to the body composition change so I want you to really sit into that and think about that right now you know we have our functioning body our performing body so how healthy our body is. We have all of our markers that we look at. And then we have our aesthetic body, the way that our body looks. I want you to really think about the friction that you're feeling between them right now. And I want you to ask yourself the question, are you saying that your body is good when it 
only looks a certain way? Are you saying that your body is bad when it doesn't do what you want it to do or it's not changing quick enough? So a lot of women tell me that the body that they had before was good. It looked a certain way or it was a certain weight. It felt better to be in, so they were more comfortable in their skin and their clothes. And it did what they wanted it to do. It obeyed for a while anyway. <laughs> and this is what we this is what we find. Yeah, we can do something and it can work for a while. Yeah, we can train really hard, eat less, and it works. And maybe we lose weight initially. We feel better initially. But then we realize that our amazing bodies and physiology are actually super complex and what worked before isn't actually working now. Or we've had stuff happen in life. <laughs> you know, we, we have birthed a child into the world. We have had someone die. We have had uh, a really stressful time at work or financially. And so that changes things. But a lot of women hold on to the before. They hold on to that weight that they were or the size of clothes that they were. They hold on to that. Their body did what they wanted it to do, what they told it to do. And then when it's not doing that, it's really frustrating, really overwhelming, really challenging. It's really hard. Uh, it's a really hard thing to go through. But I'll often ask them, how did it function before? Do you think it was a healthy body? If we look at our functioning and performing body, the health of the body, the state of our physiology, what was that like before? And that's a really important question because, oh, we love us some obsession around how our body looks <laughs> and we forget about hey actually before when it looked that way or I was a certain weight and I did feel better in it to a certain point as in I felt better in a certain size of clothing and it did what I wanted it to do for a while a lot of women will tell me actually they had a lot of problems with their functioning body, their performing body. Their physiology was a bit of a mess. You know, their hormones were a bit of a mess. Their metabolism was messy. They, you know, they couldn't tick off a lot of their markers. So we often forget that. And then when we start this long way home, we start to rebuild this strong foundation. We start to redefine our relationship with our body. And we, we work on 
creating stability and safety. Uh, we, we're really focusing on the functioning body, the health of our body. Does that mean that we can't get a change in the way that our body looks? No, it doesn't mean that. Yeah, what I believe and how I work is that as a byproduct of building a stronger foundation and redefining our relationships, we will get a change in the body composition. But I don't focus on it as a number one driver in my own life and in my work inside of Warrior School. It becomes a byproduct of creating a healthy functioning body. So when it comes to food, we've fallen in love with labeling food good or bad. And this, you know, I worked in the eating disorder space for quite a few years after I finished my master's in dietetics. And, and I've spoken about the eating disorder continuum before, you know, down one end, we have a really healthy relationship with food, with our bodies. Uh, with ourselves and then up the other end we can have a clinically diagnosed eating disorder and we can have not a great relationship with ourselves and our bodies and then in between we have this disordered eating space so as we move from this left side of the continuum where we have this healthy relationship with our food, our bodies, I call them confident eaters. And we start to move to the right or the middle of this continuum. We start to see language around food come in. And the language is good or bad, unhealthy or healthy. And I really just wanted to like riff on, you know, how we label food good and bad. And what it really means is that the food either feels safe or unsafe for us. So right now I'm actually doing some work with one of my warriors. She has a teenage daughter and her teenage daughter is really struggling with her relationship to food and her body. And yeah, a lot of you may not know, but a a really big, um, a really big passion of mine is helping young girls learn how to have powerful, strong relationships with food and their bodies. And so I very rarely do one-off work or we're working together for as long as it takes. So it's not, it wasn't a one-off session. We're doing a session every fortnight for, you know, it could be a good six to nine months, uh, I don't, I very rarely do that, but she really needed support and I love this work. I think it's really important. I think it's really important for us to know how do we talk to our girls about all of this stuff, this food stuff, training stuff, body image stuff. And so 
the first session that we did together, I, we really just got to know each other. You know, I asked her a lot of questions. She was just telling me what she was really struggling with, like the hard part for her. She was telling me what she wanted. I asked her how she felt like I could help her. And then we spent some time talking about the functioning body, the physiology, how our body actually works. Then a few sessions in, we started to talk about her relationship with food. And I asked her to tell me about foods that feel really safe for her and foods that feel really unsafe for her. Now her language was good or bad or unhealthy and healthy. But what that really means is that we just don't feel safe when we eat a certain food. So it either feels safe or unsafe for us. We're either really comfortable eating it or we aren't. And this is a really big part of working with someone who has disordered eating or an eating disorder. And how I love to practice is, is talking about our safe foods, foods that make us feel safe. And then slowly over time, what we want to do is do work around foods that feel really unsafe for us, that we don't feel comfortable eating. And we kind of go backwards uh, in a sense. And so when something doesn't feel safe or comfortable, it's not good. And that's how the mind will communicate it to us. And I, th I think we're also falling in love with labeling our bodies good or bad. If my body looks a certain way and it's not what I want it to look like or what the, you know, society wants it to look like, then it's bad. If it doesn't feel a certain way that I want it, it to feel, then it's bad. It only it is only good when it feels this way. It's not good when it feels that way. When it does what I want, well, then it's good. And what that all really means is that we don't feel safe when our body looks or feels a certain way. And that way is not in alignment with where it was before or where we want it to be. So therefore it is bad. <laughs> but instead of saying my body is good because it, you know, looks this way, feels this way, functions this way and it does what I want. What if we change the language? <laughs> what if we changed the freaking language? What if we said... I understand my body is trying to tell me something and that I feel unsafe in it right now because of the way it looks or feels. But that doesn't make it good or bad. 
when I listen to it and understand it and give it what it needs, I feel safer in my body. Feeling safe feels good. I can respect my body and not like the way it looks and feels. I can respect my body and want to change it. Because I believe wanting to look and feel good, you know, wanting to look good naked and feel great in your body is totally okay. You deserve to have that. But while you're on that journey to work towards being in a body that looks and feels great, I offer you this, do not let the culture determine what that is. It's your body, you need to decide. And while you're on that journey, do not label your body as good or bad. Think of it as feeling safe or unsafe. So if you really like what you heard today, like if it resonated with you and you want to work on your relationship with your body, you want to redefine your relationship to yourself, your body, to training, you have to come and check out Warrior School. It's my online coaching program for women who are all over the world. I work with women in Australia, in the US, in the UK, here in Canada. They're all over. All of these amazing women are all over the world. We have this massive circle of inspiration flying around the world. Ideas and topics and concepts just flying around everywhere. And in Warrior School, I help these women redefine their relationship to themselves and their bodies. And I do that through coaching and training. Training is such a powerful practice to teach us how to redefine our relationship with ourselves and our body. It's so cool. It's such a cool medium. I love it. So if you need some help, come and check out Warrior School. I'd love to have you a part of it. If you want to fly on in to our circle of inspiration, come and check us out. Okay, Warrior, if you have any questions about today's topic, reach out to me. I love hearing from you. I love it. I love hearing about what resonated with you. I love your questions. Uh, I love even when you challenge me. I just love hearing from you. Uh, When we do a podcast like this, where we talk about a certain topic or idea, I want to hear your ideas about the idea. All right. That was our podcast episode on what is a good body. I'd also love to hear, you know, at the start of the podcast episode, I asked you, what does a good body mean to you? 
if you want to share that with me, even if you want me to challenge you on that, if you want a little bit of coaching around that, I invite you to email me, DM me, strike up a good old convo with me and we can talk about it. Okay, warrior. I hope you have a great day. Bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.